Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pixel Refresh Podcast. My name is Marco Rodriguez, and today you're listening to part two of our conversation from last week. I'm currently on vacation, so um, we mentioned that in the last episode. So, uh, yeah, just to catch you up, me and Mario were talking about Surface laptops, and he quickly segued into video games, and so that is where we're picking up. Hopefully you guys enjoy. You know, you know talking Asus. about yeah, talking about gaming. Sorry, I just have to put this in. I just got, I just got accepted into the uh, GeForce Now. Is it GeForce Now? Is that the beta, like the streaming service? That is the streaming service. So I, I literally got the email today saying that I was accepted into the into the beta. Cool. I set it up. I just, I haven't really tried to use it. So what is the beta? Is for free right now, and you can stream whatever. It you is want? for free. Oh, nice. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Now, there's a few games on there. I tried like literally two seconds. So I'm going to have to give you a review on this yes. maybe on the next Comprehensive podcast. review in the next Yeah, episode. like I really haven't. I literally played around for two seconds. I clicked Far Cry, uh, yeah. Far Cry 5 on it. I was like, yes, you know, yeah, I can stream this. Uh-huh. No, it asked me to like log in to Uplay or whatever Far Cry is with, right? Yeah. And then I try to like click another game and it asked me to log into like Origin. I was like, oh, aren't these supposed to be free to stream? Like, I don't understand. So maybe I'm hitting like maybe the wrong section. Maybe games that are already on your system. I, I don't know. It had a bunch of games I definitely don't have on my system. Oh, okay. So I don't, I don't know what it's doing. I have to like really play around with it. Maybe there's like a section of games you have to own, but you yeah. can stream. And then a section of games that are free to stream right now. Yeah, yeah. Because I did see like um, Fortnite and everything on there and PUBG. That's pretty so cool. So I have to definitely try it out and I'll let you know how it goes. I know there's like certain um, but we specs don't, we you don't need even to have. have to go back to the other topic because I was kind of done. I was just going to say like if you want to. Yeah, I, I figured you were, we were done with that, right? Uh, I figured we were done with, with that. The, the actual gaming laptop brands. But yeah, talking about gaming, I was, uh, I, was I picked up. Uh, destiny again on the pc for a bit just messing around before i really? go on vacation that's uh it's fun i haven't played in a while it's i it's always mind-boggling to me when i start playing on the pc and it's 60 frames a second and i'm like wow this is so smooth looks so good so right nice <laughs> you know um but i'm uh i'm gonna do this crazy thing hopefully i can set it up today Brandon, which is my brother-in-law, um, is allowing me to borrow his PlayStation 4, and I'm going to be playing God of War, because I really want to play that game, so. God of War. You know, now that you brought up God of War, I have to say one thing. I was talking to Mr. Mortez, yeah. John, and I told him, hey, you're listening to our podcast. Yeah. This is just going on a little off bit here, and I'm like... You know, we talked about God of War and everything. He's like, did you bring up my name? I'm like, no. He's like, I'm never listening to it then. So, <laughs> uh, you know, this is a shout out to him. We do call him God of War. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. He's our name own is, personal Kratos. He's our own personal Kratos. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Shout outs to uh, God of War there. Uh, hopefully he listens to the podcast. I don't know if he did or not now. You keep so, doing uh, you, boo-boo. Yeah. We love you, okay? You keep doing you, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, so so did you purchase the game or he owns the game? I'm going to purchase the game. You're going to purchase the game. Are you giving it to him after? No, it's my it's my game. It's your game. Okay, okay. Um, 
you don't own the system. That's, that's why I was just yeah, wondering I know. if you'd I, the, give trust the game. Trust me, it doesn't make sense, but I don't care. <laughs> Eventually, I'll probably that's get fine. a PlayStation at some point. You know, we'll see. I'll definitely uh, be looking forward to that review. Yeah, I've been just I've been watching a, like a walkthrough from the Rad Brad on uh, YouTube, and I finally just got to a point. I'm like 21 episodes in. I'm like, I you know what? I just need to play this game for myself because this game looks phenomenal like just story wise gameplay wise it's impressive this this game like it's impressive enough that i'm gonna buy a game for a console that i don't own right you know what i mean yeah like, that, you that know, that's how you know it's a good game yeah <laughs> you know uh like I, i've taken so let me ask you a question much. yeah so you you've kind of followed the story a bit which i really have in myself so they're introducing his son in this game? Yes. Is that what's happening? Is So is his son taking over the reign or what's going on? Do you so, know? So, so far, the story that I've watched, because I haven't played it yet, is that um, at the beginning of the story, um, you find out that Kratos has a son and his wife has recently passed away. Um, and so you and your son basically create a pyre for the wife which is a like a a, a burning bed like back okay. in the norse days right. they would put bodies right. and burn them for the gods and all that stuff um and um so afterwards you um you go on a bit of a hunt with your son and uh boulder who is a god who is a norse god comes to your house and he shows up and he's like hey like what are you hiding he you know you tell your son to go inside and hide he's like hey what are you hiding uh you know i've heard things about you blah blah um basically like the story from what i'm getting so far is that the norse gods have caught wind that you live in in their land and they know of your previous history you are the god of war you previously killed all of the greek gods Right. right. You are the last Greek god in existence and now you are in their land and this probably doesn't they don't take kindly to knowing that this guy who killed all these other Greek gods lives where they live. Yeah, right. right. It's like you're staying at my house um, and you killed all those other Yeah, okay. And let's, so let's like let's the actual ongoing plot is that you and your son are taking your wife's ashes to the top of the the highest mountain in all of the realms. Um so the, the realm that you live in is Midgard, uh, and they have to go to like Jotunheim or something like that to go to the tallest mountain. But, um, but it's really cool because as you're going through, you're learning so much about Kratos and his relationship with his son, and you're also learning that his son doesn't know that he is a god. Um, and everybody who keeps... Um, and, and from that, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that, that his son doesn't know that his son is also a God because his father is a God, right? Or he's a demigod of some sort. Right. A demigod. That's what um, I was thinking. So the mother's a human. I don't know. So I don't know if she was a human. You don't or not. know. Okay. Um, so I, I say demigod, but he could actually just be a God and his mom just was a God. God. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's really cool because like every there are characters that you meet in the story from what I've watched so far that are like, hey, like you gotta tell him, 
you got to tell him that he's a God because it, it could have adverse, like negative effects on him. Right. Um, and the other thing that they allude to is that the little, the boy is sick. Like he's, he's ill in some sort of way, or he used to be ill. Oh, um, interesting. And I think that's because like, I'm guessing that when you, when he, he, because he doesn't know he's a God and he thinks he's human his body is like rejecting him in a sort of way. And that's why he because he's not sick. accepting that he's a God because he doesn't know he doesn't that know. he's a God. Exactly. Right. He's not. Being, so he's, so his right. body is like, Hey, like you have all this power, but because you think you're human, like it's having an adverse effect on his body. Um, and again, like he doesn't know that his dad is a God, let alone the God of war. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's uh so far from what I've watched it it's really impressive. It's visually it sounds impressive. Sounds really awesome. It's got like a really great storyline from what I've watched so far and I am super excited to play it cuz I think it's going to go I've I've heard bits and pieces of what's supposed to happen near the end and I think they open this game up for like at least two more games. Um but I'm like I'm really excited to play it. It's been getting like tons of like 10 out of 10s five out of wow. fives like great reviews you know so it's now it's i'm kind impressive. of jelly it's impressive So i'm just wondering you said you're going to buy or you've already purchased this i'm going to buy okay well i just want to let you know our god of war uh he has a playstation 4 and i'll definitely borrow that once you're done yeah yeah definitely i'll get it digitally you'll have to download my account but that's fine oh really you're gonna buy it digitally don't do that yeah because if i own so much the game easier to later, lend it to me what? It's so much easier to lend uh, to you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to have a physical copy of something that... You know, no, nobody wants physical gonna, copies I'm anymore. I'm not going to trade it in, so like... Yeah, for sure. No, that's... uh, You know, let me know. I, I'm definitely super interested. The game sounds like a lot of fun. I, I haven't gone into depth like, like you have. And I think that's because I've been kind of on the whole Far Cry thing, like I've told you before. Yeah. Uh, a little note on the Far Cry. I've been playing Far Cry. I restarted the whole game. Oh, really? Why? See, um, you might know I have a little problem with not following games, right? Okay. You might know that I'm one of those people going, it's like, I just want to shoot everybody and everything. Like, I don't care what you have to say. Yeah. Just, yeah, next, 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 next. I kind of missed the whole story, and I didn't even, like, know where I'm supposed to go next. So I'm like, you know what? Let me restart this whole game from the beginning <laughs> and listen to the story. This is a lesson. And guess what? It's actually really interesting. The story is actually really cool. For someone who loves um, TV and movies because of stories, I'm surprised you don't listen to the story in a video game. You know what it is? I'll be honest. Too many side missions sometimes. Yes. And that's what kind of throws me off. You know, it's it's like I want to, you and know, and you can't go the straight. Side missions. It's You're right. World but game. this. You're right, but side missions give you a lot of bonuses you need, right? Like, they give you a lot of, like, getting points and all different kind of systems. By the way, I did learn because I did read. Yes. Oh <laughs> I did God. stick around for tutorials <laughs> yeah. that you can... Remember I was telling you, like, um, the uh, the person that I get who's with he's me... He's never like around. My, You're like, he's never he's around. He's never around, yeah. What's going on. So you actually, you actually give him a, a button, so you have to lock, like... Um, you know, your D-pad up, down, left, right. You you assign a side for him, right? Yeah. You assign one of those buttons and you unlock more as you go on. And you basically hold it if you want him to follow you. Or you can look at a certain spot and just click it and he'll go and to he'll that spot. Or if you look spot. at an enemy, 
Right. Or if you look at an enemy, you can <laughs> click it and he'll shoot at that enemy. Here's a really cool thing. So the more people he, uh, the more things he does, like it'll say, like if he kills uh, five people, it'll unlock like an ability he has. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um. So after you allow him to kill like five people, one of his abilities will be, and this is something you talked about in the podcast. The ability will be that he'll take the attention away and take yeah. more damage. Mm-hmm. Uh. Hey, guess what? I never knew any of this. <laughs> and guess why? Because I didn't stop and read. I was just yeah, like, like, next, sometimes next, he's there, next. Sometimes he's not. You know what I imagine, <laughs> though, is sometimes he's there is because you pressed the button accidentally. Right. And then sometimes right. he's not. It's because you were standing in a place and you pointed to where he needs to stand and then you walked away from him. So he's still standing That's there. basically, yeah, I, I just <laughs> totally messed up, man. So I'm actually reading everything, even like the little notes that you see on top of a table or something. It's like, read this. Uh, there's like right in the beginning, there's like a billboard explaining all the different like sections in the map because yeah. it's like a whole family and it, 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 like explaining all of them. And I remember playing a level with this one chick. And I think it was, I think her name is Faith. Okay. And I was like, I don't understand why she's doing what she's doing. Is she a good guy or a bad guy? And now I understand because I read it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So definitely I'm more interested into the story now, more interested in the game and I'm enjoying it more. Because I didn't try to blow through it. But sometimes I try to blow through a game really quick just because I want to know if I'm even going to like it before I invest so much time into it. So now that I, yeah, but I was how do into you, the game. But how do you know if you like it if you don't understand? Just the gameplay, I mean. Oh, okay. Just the gameplay. Just the game, because I'm Far like, Cry, how do you I, know if you like a story if you're not even paying attention to it? No, it's the gameplay. Like I told you, I can get okay. into some games and like if the controls are messed up. Like I heard this game is super buggy, so I didn't really want to invest into it. And then it is super buggy, and I'm like, I can't even play it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so I actually, I find that it, it's not that buggy, and I enjoy the game, so I'm playing it. And it's probably half of the bugs I even had were just me not reading how to use the how to use <laughs> so the buggy. Settings, My you know? character's so, never around me. It's so never weird. around. I don't get it. I can't get him to attack anyone. What's like? What's going on? <laughs> just and before I like kept on hiring different people, and I was like, I don't understand. I've hired them. Why are they not fighting with me? It's like, well, you have to assign them and unassign this other guy. So yeah. That's so uh, yeah, so I like Far Cry Five, man, a lot more than I did maybe like last <laughs> week. There's your there's your comprehensive review, everybody. He likes it more because he's paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I do that. That's that's just something I do. I don't know why. Sometimes reading for me is just like I'm done reading. I'm done. It's done. There's too much, and especially when it's like all at once. Yeah. Like I have to listen to this guy talk to me for like 20 minutes. Then I get to like this billboard in the beginning. There's like six different pages to read it's like dude i want to shoot somebody yeah <laughs> you know this is what i want to do right now i want to shoot somebody and if i wanted to read a book i would have gone and read a book yeah yeah um you know what lately when it comes to games i've been like picking up my switch more and more and i've i think i've come to the realization that i want to pick zelda back up again but i kind of want to play the game over again and not just pick it up and hope i remember where i was isn't that the most messed apart like i haven't played zelda in a while and that was my go-to mobile game and the whole thing is like we really haven't talked about it but i have recently changed occupations yeah and uh i haven't had much time in the sense of you know free time in between like work and my last occupation i had a lot of like i had a big lunch and had time to watch some like netflix shows i'm like super busy in my new job and I don't have this time anymore. So my Switch, when I get home, I'm like super tired. I don't even really look at it anymore. Even Far Cry, I just played it like the last few days because I've been so tired. 
and and I'm thinking of going back, but I'm not gonna remember what I was doing at all, and that scares me. It's like, yeah, look, I played Far Cry last week, and I didn't follow half of the instructions. Imagine when I go back to Zelda, right? Yeah, yeah, no, and that's that's the thing, right? I'm like, oh, I I can go back and I can play what I did before, or I could lose myself in it again and just do it from the beginning. Maybe on like I don't know mode or something like that. You know? I don't know if I could do that. I was pretty still like I really close like to that the beginning game, though, and that's the yeah. Thing. But like, that's a lot, man. That's like weapons you've accumulated armor. Yeah, but like weapons stuff. are in so, it, the, so. The thing is, is that weapons yeah, they, in that game are inconsequential. Like right, other right, than the right. master sword. Like every other weapon is so inconsequential. It doesn't matter what weapons I had because I can probably just find them in the same place I found them in the first place, right? But some of those, like, um, like when you're getting what are they, the guardians, like the elephant and everything you have yeah, to fight, yeah. the divine. That's beasts. not like, yeah, that's not some like easy tasks. No, they are. I don't know if I'd like, want to do from that my again. brain. Like I, I've it's like riding a bicycle in my opinion. Like I've already done it once. I probably will remember how to do it faster the second time. Right. It's just me more of taking the time to like just explore. I think the thing I didn't do in that game is like I didn't just go randomly places and try to check them out. Right. I was always on the plot. Like I was always going, you know, next objective, next objective, next objective. That I didn't get the time to just see different places that, you know, you probably aren't going to see unless you're doing whatever you want and not the story. You know what I mean? Right. Well, all to you, man. I hope you uh, enjoy that. And then there's, that. I have the Hopefully. DLC because there's the master mode, right? There's a new harder difficulty. I'm thinking, hey, why don't I just do it on the harder difficulty as well instead? And see Here's what... a little bit of advice. Yeah. Don't start it up again, then stop, and then have to start it all over no, again. No, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Third time's a charm? Yeah, yeah. S- seriously. Speaking of the Switch, and it's not on our list, but... Um, D brand now has skins for the switch. Let me ask you a question. I did see this. I've actually got an email because I do have D brand under my mailing list. Yeah. And I did hear about this, but I thought I read somewhere that putting skins on it was bad. Okay. So they originally put out skins for the switch and it turns out they adhesive on the, the, the skins that they were using was doing something to like the coating on the switch. It was like corroding it or something like that. And so they spent, I guess, months at this point, you know, actually even more than that, uh, coming up with a solution to figure out how they can do skins for the switch. I guess they found some either new material or a new type of adhesive that doesn't do that to the switch. And so like a couple of weeks ago, they're like, Hey, it's uh, it's 420. It was actually on 420. Oh, okay. Uh, and they're like, hey, we got squid. Someone tweeted like, uh, you guys having uh, you guys have switch skins again? And they're like, yeah, we do. And they just like nonchalantly announced, not <laughs> formally announced, but said, yeah, we have s- switch skins now. And everybody like went to buy them. Uh, and the question actually was, do you have? S- do you have skins that don't ruin the switch now? And they were like, yeah, we do. And so it just, it just came out and like, I'm actually considering getting like a, like a white and, and white and black camo skin for my switch. So now 
I'm actually wondering, and I don't know if you know, but was it because of, like, I guess what the skin was made out of, like the material that's on the outside of the it skin? Was and the was adhesive. it every it was switch? Just, I mean, sorry. Was it every switch as well? Every switch. So whatever this every plastic switch. is made of, it's um, it doesn't work well with whatever adhesive. I think it was more of the adhesives problem. It has to be because, it, you know, we hold it in our hands with our sweat and everything. Yeah, and that's like it's, the most It's definitely potent. not the switch itself. It's whatever chemical was in the adhesive was causing it causing this this type of plastic to erode in in a weird way. So now this problem must have not been as big as, you know, maybe we would think because I'm assuming at some point for sure dbrand would refund everyone because of this happening, but would anybody if it was, you know, s- spread wide enough, people would actually probably be suing them. Yeah. For destroying well, from what their I understand switches. is that I don't think they were purchasable the original skins. Oh, okay. Um, and so they, how did they were how did they figure this out? They were announced, and then Dbrand had to come out and say, like, "Hey, we're no longer selling these. We're no longer going to consider selling these because they have this problem." Right. Mm, okay. So I don't. I don't. I could be wrong. I don't remember fully, but I'm pretty positive that they didn't actually end up selling them. So like, like they tested it in house yeah, and found they were like, out hey, that, like, hey, it's destroying. Hey, we have something cool coming up, and then that cool thing was we're gonna be selling switch skins soon, and then a follow up notice that was like, hey, like the switch skins are not working out. They actually, de- they they put out a f- wide PSA so people would know to not buy just their skins, but buy don't buy any skins from anybody. Oh, okay. It was like, oh, okay, hey, so that PSA, makes sense. the skins that we made are doing this to the switch. So if you're buying a skin from someone else, it's probably going to do the same thing to the switch. So, you know, uh, what is it like, uh, proceed with caution kind of thing. Uh, that is one of like the, the titles I read was don't buy skins for your, yeah for your switch because it will actually ruin it. Yeah. Yeah. And so now they have, now they have some really cool colors. They're all like metallic, shiny, you know, colors. I'll have to check that out. Uh, if you order let me know because i'll 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 pay you so the shipping could be free yeah i'll pay you for a set yeah yeah they're they're not cheap though like they have individual parts and like you're if you want to skin your entire switch it's it's got a lot of money it's like upwards of i could imagine because it's a controller back front both controllers it's back front of the actual console you can even yeah i'll have to look at it the dock itself Oh, the dock? No, no, thank you. I could care less about the dock. But, uh, but yeah, it's um, it's really cool. I, I think they they look really nice. They they seem like they're super high quality. Always at a D brand, right? They 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 just put out the best stuff. But yeah, that was that. I did want to mention. I heard rumors recently. This is a totally different topic, but that one of our favorite iPhone features is probably gonna go away. Yes, uh, I actually read about this as well. I'm we call it the so 3D sush. Three, the 3D, 3D touch. Th- 3D touch. <laughs> the 3D touch. 3D touch is, um, man. I really hope this is not true. How do you feel about true. that? Well, I, this is supposedly from a uh, uh, ret- 
uh, like oh, this is from respected... Ming Chi Kuo, man. This yeah, is like this is a respected the, like the guy who usually is pretty on point with this stuff. But so. wasn't he the man who said that iPhones weren't selling as well? The X and all this wasn't he the same guy? And then it was said that no, actually, Apple's come out and said they sell they sold a lot better than we ever expected. Yeah, and they are also you know they were put out with two other devices at the same time, a little bit later actually than two other devices. Wasn't this the same gentleman, yeah, or am again, I wrong about but that? These are analysts, right? They don't get everything right, but they they have. Well, he's getting it out of. From what I read, it's because there is a new technology going into screens, making them thinner yeah. and lighter. CGS. But, it's called cover right. glass sensor process. Right, where it's kind of like all together now, almost this means like um, that the touch sensor will no longer be integrated with the actual display, but instead as a part of the cover that protects the LCD underneath it, which helps it being less so basically prone to what shattering. I understand from correct? this is that the glass and the touch sensor are going to be laminated together, and those will protect the LCD under it. Um, and from and from what I'm read, if I'm if I'm correct, it it helps it being less prone to shattering. Yes, and it also makes it lighter, from what I understand. Lighter, but it's also a, a more expensive process where that makes sense to get rid of the yeah. 3D touch, which is just going to make it even more expensive. Yeah, yeah, it it makes it expensive so that Apple's supposedly, according to this, Apple's decided that they are going to drop 3D touch. Uh, in favor of the lighter process. Um, I don't know how I feel about this. I really like 3D Touch. Okay, so I'll tell you the number one. Yeah, go for go it. Go ahead. Sorry, finish, finish. Go ahead. Specifically for the keyboard thing. Yes, I was about to say the same thing. Like For me, it's like everything else in 3D Touch, it's like whatever. And I think that's one of the main reasons they're getting rid of it. It's like, uh, I'm pretty sure don't, there are a few people who use it. I don't think 3D Touch is needed for that feature, in, in all honesty. No, it's not. Right. But the cursor on the keyboard, dude, that's like the one thing I miss from my iOS device. Yeah. And if you're not going to have it in future devices, like. But I think I, that's boo-hoo. what I'm saying. I think that they like they could get rid of 3D touch as long as I get to keep my cursor feature on the keyboard. And and for and honestly, they could still do it. That is if you have a more recent phone, let's say an iPhone 7 or an iPhone 7 plus and newer. Because it wasn't in the sixes, um, I think it was in the six S. I think there was three D touch. I don't, in I don't 6S. think so. I I knew someone recently. No, you're right. Maybe there wasn't. I tested it with someone's phone. It doesn't didn't seem to work. So I don't think you're it right. I exists. think it was seven and up. Um, basically, the screen has a force sensor in it that allows you to press harder on certain things. One of the things you can press harder on is the keyboard, and that will allow you to move that little blue blue cursor wherever you want in your text. And then I've learned another feature is that if you lightly let go and you press again, it allows you to highlight text and allows you to highlight all that text, um, which is super useful. A really useful useful feature. Yeah, a super useful feature. A feature that I miss. I'm sad that it's going away or it's rumored to be going away. At least rumored to go away. And it is a feature I've missed dearly being on a you know an android device it's the little experiences that we get on an iphone that while like certain people may be more privy or more like like an android device better it's the it's the tiny things that make your experience on an iphone like that much better in a sense not in comparison to an android phone but like while you know 
in comparison yeah, to other that. iPhones, right? Like you clarify that you Apple fan. <laughs> in comparison to other iPhones, even though you are alluding to in comparison to Android phones, because you can't do this thing so far. You can't, but then again, and you can do this, but not on the stock iOS keyboard. You can't do the you mean swipe. On the, the, the no, I'm saying we can't do the uh, the 3D touch the with the Android cursor keyboard, not iOS. On the default, but on the default iOS, you can't do the swipe. Oh yeah. So there's like two but things swipe there. I love the swipe as well. Default on Android either. It was something that came after the swipe keyboard existed. It's it is now though. So we're talking about present because oh, neither up. neither shut was 3D up. touch though. Neither was 3D touch. Yeah, but 3D touch is is a screen feature. It's not a keyboard feature. Listen, Bob, apples also, and oranges, also, okay? Also, I can get swipe if I wanted, but not on the default keyboard anyway. Exactly. Would you still have the 3D care about swipe touch anyway feature? I wonder. I don't care about swipe. Yeah, you do. No, Listen, you do. No. I'm done do you with you. Do you use swipe? Yes, all the time. Do you? Uh, all the time, I Absolutely. swear. I'm not even lying. Okay. I use it all the I time. Trust you. Okay. All right. <laughs> Man's like, I yeah, I use it all something. the time, and then never uses it. Like, I do. This is my I thing. Do. I swear to God, it's better than three. I do. I love it. The swipe is awesome, man. It's super like. Well, and I used to have swipe awesome. keyboards. They were pretty cool. Like, I use them as well. But um, another thing, like you could get the G G keyboard, the G board, whatever yeah, it's called. So you swipe, could get right? almost the exact same keyboard with, I think, if I'm not wrong, the 3D touch cursor. So it's like both features together. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I was gonna say something, man. Why'd you have to talk about I'm the sorry. damn keyboard? I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. So, oh, sorry. What I was gonna say about the the 3D touch. Another thing is, removing that makes it easier for app developers in the future when no phone has 3D touch anymore. If that is a future that is coming, they don't have to implement that into making a program anymore. Yeah. Because right now, when they make a program, they have to. Uh, consider it consider uh 3d touch when um you know making this program when developing the program if they want to put that feature into it the thing i've heard though is that one of the reasons why apple's getting rid of it is because nobody was utilizing it and that definitely could be a reason right? right and it's just like a ui thing that they're using on their end because and from the know, developer standpoint the hardware. they weren't utilizing it because not many devices had it like it wasn't something that all devices could do. It was just something right, that only it isn't. a select few could because they were. It's a more new feature. Talking about you know now that you've brought up kind of the Android and iOS. Yeah. There. Uh, first of all, I just want to say to all the people out there, I've I've seen this on my Facebook. Anybody who's listening, please, it's it's Android. It's not Samsung. Stop implying that Samsung automatically means an android phone no it doesn't i seen someone on my facebook they were like i just switched over from a samsung to an iphone and then somebody was like oh my god samsung is the best why would you switch over i only use samsung you know os and i was like oh my god samsung is not an os but automatically (laughs) samsung and this is google's problem this is the problem right now. Like Samsung is not the definition of Android. I don't care what anybody says. If anything, it's a, it's very different than stock Android. Yeah. You know, very different. And if you're talking about Android yeah, and if you want to compare them, garbage. please compare 
stock Android <laughs> to iOS, <laughs> well, a Pixel that, or a Nexus phone. <laughs> it bothers me so much. It is not... Samsung is not the definition of Android. Android's definition isn't Samsung. Yeah, buy a Pixel and then talk to us. (laughs) Yes, buy a Pixel, buy a pure Android device, even an older Nexus. So anyways, getting off of that, uh, Android P is coming out soon. Maybe in October they'll be, you know, announcing it or whatever. Yep. In the I.O., Google I.O., hopefully. Google I.O. is in June, isn't it? It's. I think it's in June, September is when they might announce like oh, okay. all their new stuff. They do though. two a so, year, one for devices, one for software. Uh, We're going to learn about to... software at I.O. That's definitely, it's, right. it's a developer. That's, uh, yeah, you're right. We won't learn so about hardware until about... probably later. But So Android P, one of the rumors right now, because somebody did a screenshot of a beta that was released to developers, like yeah. a beta 2 of Android P, was the, the bar at the bottom has changed. So they've added uh, another feature. Uh, they've added the iPhone 10 bar. Okay, so this is I, I've I've kind of looked into this, and it seems like they take added... that Mike, Tom, and and Mark. <laughs> Your phones, <laughs> not exactly, are okay, copying so a, my phone. This is this is what it looks like they're doing. Yeah. They have the back button still, and then they have this little bar. Now it's like the quarter of of the size of the um, yeah, iPhone okay. X bar. You can at make the bottom. up all the excuses you want. It's the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you wish. So they don't have the recent button anymore. Yeah. And it makes sense to anybody who owns... Recent button is um, the, the one that was to the right. The little square. Yeah, to the right. Okay. Well, it depends. They switch it on depending who makes That's the, the software. One, okay, no. There's three buttons, right? Left is the back, right. middle is home, and the right is like is multitask. The recents. The recents. The or, recents. Yeah, the recent or uh, multitask, multitasking. Yeah, same thing. Is recents multitasking is recents, <laughs> right? Uh, you go into recent, yeah, you go well, to a different one. You're multitasking. Like, okay, this is multitask. Okay, for, let's leave it at that. All right. Anyways, yeah. they've gotten rid of that, and it seems like the way it's going to work is you're still going to have your back button, but then to go to your recents, you're swiping up, and instead of being horizontal or vertical, like it's always been, right? Mm-hmm. They're going horizontal, like the iPhone X. Yeah. So where you're going through the pages left and right um, of your uh, recent apps. Versus up and down. Yeah, yeah. Now I know there are other, um, you know, custom OSs out there, like their, uh, you know, UIs from different companies who do that side to side horizontal, anyways. Yeah. Way before Apple ever did it, but pure Android has always been that, like the you? vertical. Yeah, yeah, I had that. to. Way before I'm, Apple did it. <laughs> <laughs> See, the funny thing is, like, this may seem like okay, they're copying Apple, but I'm excited about this because yeah. That bar at the bottom, it's time for it to get smaller because you're buying this big phone, like six inch screen, and part of your real estate is gone on your little bar down there. Don't get me wrong, Not it does only have that, like a but full the Pixel screen. Two had burn in issues, and the one it did thing have that burn was in burning in was the actual was menu the bar. bar on the bottom. So, right, but then again, so, so this could be like a way time for them to, you know, um, kind of use. OLEDs in the future, but also find a minimal menu on the bottom so that there isn't a way for it to burn in, right? Right. So I think I think this does many things. Number one, swiping, if they do like a swipe up kind of gesture for the recents, it makes sense whether yeah. you want to say they're copying. Like at this point, the worst thing about somebody copying is, you know, whether it's on iOS's Apple side or it's on Android Google side, we want innovation. And that's what hurts the most is when people are just like, 
they get lazy and they're not innovating anymore, right? Yeah, they're just yeah. like, well, they did it. It works well. Let's just do the same thing. Innovate. Find new ways to, to solve problems. Don't just copy I someone just, else, I just right? don't know if there's anything we can do to phones to make them interesting lately. Like... There, you know what? But if you don't try, like I said, I think everything at some point is gonna converge into this one like black piece of glass that has a gigantic screen on it with all the sensors under the screen or whatever. Like that's eventually gonna happen. I I really believe that. I don't think we're gonna get to a point where you know phones have a way to differentiate themselves. You know, besides maybe screen won't. size, like look at all the different device screen sizes they are. Something that, in my opinion, has kind of plagued Android for a long time is that they don't really, you know, other than fragmentation, I'm, I'm not taking this as a negative, so I hope it doesn't come off that way, but is that like the biggest issue for developers on the Android side is that they have to consider like a vast amount of screen sizes when they develop apps for Android. And that's it's and tough, I've never developed right? an app, but I'm assuming that is very tough to go it is, for many different it's tough. Like I've looked up yeah. Android's, um, you know, DPI specs and they have like, dude, they have like five or six different specs for DPI. It's ridiculous. It's like they have like HD and then they have like HD two and then they have like three more after that just because there are so many different screen sizes Right. And were you looking this up while you were trying to figure out how you're going to make the Pixel Refresh podcast app? app? No, no, no. I, <laughs> so I've, I've, have, I've always been interested in coding and, uh, you know, I've been looking into, you know, how to code for iOS with Swift, which is, you know, come fairly easy. Um, but another thing I wanted to try was like, what if I wanted to create an app for Android? You know, I've heard that's also pretty easy, too. You know, um, and so I was looking up like the material spec. So in the design world, there are for Apple, there's something called the human interface guidelines. And these are Apple's guidelines to um, what the UI should look like or what tropes you should follow for your UI. Right. Uh, and Google has the same thing for material design. Um, and so they also in those rules, they tell you like, these are all the different screen size ratios that you have to, to develop for, right. In order to have wide adoption of your app. Um, and I just think it's really difficult. Like there's not, unlike on the Apple side, there's a standardization one in screen sizes because they all, except for the iPhone 10 have the same ratio. Uh, right. And then the other thing on the Apple side is that um, they have tools. Again, I didn't explore. It probably exists on Android too. But they have tools that allow you to make one UI, and then set how it will, how it should adapt for a bigger screen, right? Um, and that's usually the first thing you do to make a universal app is set those requirements for your UI to you know, expand in a certain way or what happens to this little window when the screen is bigger, all that stuff. Um, so there are definitely a lot more flavors on Android than there are. Oh on yeah, iOS. definitely. And that's a, that's a horrible situation. I mean, it's a complicated situation when you're a developer, but it's when difficult. you're, um, it is difficult, but I think on the, on the other end of that is like being, um, someone who's purchasing a device 
there's a lot more flavors to choose from. Yeah. There's a lot more designs, a lot more budget phones, high-end phones, mid-grade phones. I'm wondering and maybe why we don't see people, many budget options anymore. Like For it, Android? Yeah. I think it's come to the point where, um, and just being honest, on, on the side of Android devices, even budget phones are are good phones, if that makes any sense. We've come to the point where you can get like a decent phone for a good price. So to get like a yeah. super, super cheap phone doesn't make sense anymore yeah. because it doesn't run the operating system well enough to even like enjoy the device, right? Yeah, and we're at the point now... Yeah, optimization, and we're at the point now. You know, getting a phone with like two, three gigs of of RAM is cheap, right? Yeah, you can you can buy like like we talked about in the episode before, like um, a Huawei GR5. You know, the the first one that came out in 2015 or 16 or whatever it was. There's a new version now that's still called the GR5, but it's like GR5 2017 or something. So, so like the Moto X, every time they put out a new one, right. it doesn't change the name. It's just right. Just it's just like the generation, right? Yeah. So. They were a hundred dollars at one point, brand new from from carriers, you know, and that was like I think two or three gigs of RAM, like a bought decent outright, processor, not subsidized, bought outright, wow, not okay. subsidized. Wow, that's amazing. I purchased it myself, you know. It I didn't like the UI, right? I didn't like the UI. It's called the uh, Emo UI or something like that. I forgot what it was. I didn't yeah. like it. It was trying to be very iOS ish. Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't like it, so. I did want to buy it as a backup phone, as a budget phone. I ended up, here's the funny thing. I ended up like selling it for, you know, $70 more than I, than I purchased it for because it Dang. was, yeah, it was more uh, an expensive phone. But at the, at that point, it, I guess, cause the new generation was coming out, they were just getting rid of it. Yeah. So you can find those deals once in a while, right? Like, and even buying like an older Android phone, except for maybe not getting an update, it still runs well, right? Yeah. You know, talking about updates, let me just go on a side note here. I've I've been reading a lot when I, you know, read through tech news and all that. And I see all these like, you know, get ready, everybody. Samsung S8, you're getting Android 8.0. Sometimes this Oreo. And I'm like, are you for real? <laughs> We're going to be like talking 8. about 1. whatever P is in a couple of months. <laughs> yeah. And you just got Oreo. Not just that, like on the on the Nexus and any other on the Nexus and like uh, the Pixels, you're on like eight point one, and they're just about to get eight point I'm like, this, yo, this we're is like where trouble almost would be really important for them to implement, but yeah, right. Who knows if they'll right. implement it, right? Like, we've never actually talked about that, have we? I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, let's leave it for another episode. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because like, that's that's gonna go in deep, real deep. That's the rabbit hole right yeah, there. A, that's quite a rabbit hole. <laughs> So uh, definitely, I think um, I think there's a lot of options, and that's why there's not really budget phones anymore. You can find budget phones; they're usually from China, yeah, and they're like no name brands, and they don't even come like officially with Google. Oh, like blue. Talking about that, the Google app, right? What was that scenario where possibly in the future you're not going to be able to install Google on certain phones? Oh yeah, we had the a conversation. Google suite of apps. If you are not. If you're not like registered with Google or something like that, I think that's what it was. If you're not, if your, if your base software is not signed with Google, then uh, in the future you no longer with that software will be able to install like Google's suite of apps, you know, like right. Google so if Maps you, and all that stuff. This is more so for if you Asian purchased countries, the, but. right. 
So in in certain countries like China, they're not allowed to have the Google um, Play Store installed or any Google apps for that matter installed on their phones for security reasons, according to the Chinese government, right? Um, They don't want us to have their data. This is actually going to go into another topic we want to talk about, which is is perfect. Yeah. Uh, They don't want us to have this, this info. They don't want the Americans or, or whatever to have Google. I didn't have consider that segue, but that that's a great yeah, segue. Sorry, that's a ahead. great segue. So it's not they don't they kind of think it's like Google spying and getting information they shouldn't. So they don't want that. The interesting thing is if you purchase the phone, let's say an Opal phone or something that's running um, an OS made just for them, that OS is not registered with Google. Yeah, you now may have Google Play Store in the future. It's like, sorry, you can't have this app anymore. You're not registered with us. And there probably will be a bypass for sure. There will be some way to do it. There's an entire some way to get around. Like, there's an entire like ROM community. This, yeah, this like XDA something. will be on top of that right away. So for sure. Um, now going into a segue here, going into a topic we want to talk speaking about. Is, of uh, spying, Huawei. Yeah, speaking of spying. <laughs> uh, so Huawei is. Uh, been for a very long time and to the CEO's frustration trying to enter the US market. Um so Huawei we're things, talking- is already in Canada, but the US market it's a lot harder to get into. Right. Um, and we're talking about the third biggest mobile company. Yeah, they've been growing a lot lately. Yeah. Um this ain't no small company. Like no. if you've never heard of Huawei they're the third biggest in the world. Yeah, a couple of years so, ago, I would have said, "Who is Huawei? Why are we seeing Huawei phones?" And now Nexus, Nexus Six now P. If even anyone bigger had that than phone. like, uh, what's that company called? Uh, the ZTE, not ZTE, the one that used to make the M8 and the M9 and then make the um, U11. Me, uh, Me, U or something? No, no, no. Um, oh. they're a big company. They used to do the boom sound speakers on Android. Oh, HTC. HTC, yeah. I would say they're okay, bigger than HTC. HTC now. And HTC is like a home name, you know? Like, um, Yeah, so they've been trying to enter the U.S. market for a very long time. And supposedly there's rumors going around that they've kind of just given up now. And so uh, U.S. carriers and, and, you know, and helps, you know, because of the U.S. government are not allowing them to sell their phones in in the United States in fear of like spying tactics using these, right. These phones as spying tactics for the Chinese government or whoever. The uh, reverse of not using Google in China. This is why you wouldn't exactly. use Huawei in, in America. The funny thing is like Huawei has been like working on these deals with like T-Mobile and whatever, trying to get out there. And the government has always been like, basically fighting back and not wanting them to get these huge deals, which in the end of the day, in my opinion, would benefit the customer because they would give you some great deals. And Huawei is known for, like we talked about the GR5, known for making great phones for great prices. And now they're they're kind of giving up. They're kind of sick of fighting with the American government and, and getting like backlash and, and not being able to compete because they're getting blocked. Yeah. Is is what it sounds like. So at this point, I think like after this year, they're just gonna pack it up and leave the the American the American uh, market alone. Yeah, just, I, just... I think it's gonna be a while before they even attempt to come back or 
you know, try to cut some deals with somebody else who maybe has a bit more, uh, you know, lean way in, in the U S market or do the thing that, uh, like, uh, do the thing that some companies done, like look at one plus, like one plus is not in any of those markets. And the only way to buy a one plus phone is to sell it directly from one plus. Right. Like you can't go right. to a carrier and buy a one plus five or one plus six, but people are still buying them. Right. I think they're trying to get into that market of making deals with carriers. I know in like certain places in the world, like India, they only sell from like Amazon, let's say. Yeah. But they do in certain parts of the countries have like one plus little stores. They have pop-up stores. I think they actually have some physical stores as well. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to really get into one plus right now because I do in the future want to talk about the new one plus six. No, I'm um, just, just going back to like, hey, like Huawei could still sell phones to United States customers just... Right, without having to... It would to, not to be through a carrier. It would have to be directly to the consumer, right? Uh, it's sort of like what, you know, it's a weird thing to bring up. It's the way Tesla works, right? They're the only car manufacturer that sells direct to consumer and not through a dealership. So... Um, which has not worked in their favor in some parts of the United States, but that's besides the point. Um, so yeah, you know, it's it's not surprising because one of the last Huawei events, you know, the uh, the CEO came up. I think his name is Tony. He came up and he was like pretty livid that you know they were running into so many complications when trying to enter you know international U.S. Markets. market. Uh, that's how he called it international markets uh and uh yeah like it's it's frustrating when a company of their size is trying to like excel and grow and provide their products to everybody else and you know there are you know things that the united states government are are afraid are, are gonna happen and and you know what in today's political climate i'm not surprised you know what I mean? Like, I'm not surprised that this is a thing, right? Like, But do you believe that that is the only reason and it's not maybe some of the other bigger companies kind of paying off some somebody to be like, we don't need another competitor in here. We don't want another I, competitor I because so. they are. A, I don't no? I don't think it's the, the direct competition with uh, with like the Samsung's of the world or, you know, the other big companies like Z- ZTE, like you were saying, I, I don't think it's them. I think like with the current political climate and like Donald Trump's stance on, you know, international business slash, you know, uh, immigration and all that stuff. Like the United States is doing some very drastic things when it comes to, you know, bringing in foreign product. And I think this is just a part of that. Right. You know, we could see a future where if Donald Trump is not the president and it's somebody else that. You know, Huawei's, maybe they attempted well, again. Yeah. back in the country, right? Like yeah. it just, it's. I think it's just a sign of of today's political climate in in the United States, and and nothing beyond that, right? That you know, we're talking kinda, about data privacy, and you know, Russia, and you know, their their relationship with China, and yeah, yeah, it's, so it's much politics, right? Like, yeah, so much politics. So uh, it's a sad thing because I have to say that like one of my favorite Nexus devices were the Nexus 6P, uh, even though which was made by Huawei, even though it had so many issues when it came to, you know, maybe not being as sturdy as it should have been because it was it was taken apart. And, you know, it used like a lot of plastic 
pieces to hold it together. Yeah. So it did it did kink around like the button uh, if it was in your pocket or something, and it did have battery issues. Um, so it did have a few issues, but it was an awesome phone for a great price. Um, and it was known as the premium Nexus. That's why it was the 6P. And it was the last. Don't get me wrong. It was the last Nexus device. It was the last Nexus device. After that came out the first Pixel. Yeah. The Google Pixel. So uh, it's a sad thing to see them. And, and that's not the only phone they've ever. They've made great phones in the past. They they make some like awesome phones still, right? Like the P20. Yeah. Like that's that's an awesome phone, phone right? Getting like, <laughs> like crazy reviews, the triple right. Camera that's that's and amazing that stuff. So, so like to take the U.S. market out of there, you know, even I think the P20, I think that was probably their first step in like, whoa, this is like international, like this will really get us in there, right? We're now competing with the big boys. Yeah, is like the P20 was their first phone to be like, take us serious. Look, we're serious about making mobile devices making yeah. great mobile devices. And I think it's kind of like a to them it's it's such a blow to be out of the US market, probably one of the biggest markets in the world, yeah, right? If, when if it comes to mobile devices. Right. If not the biggest. Now I'm only well, saying biggest cuz I don't like it. This, it's one of the biggest markets. I would say India and China are the biggest markets. That's what I was going to say. I know India is really big when it comes to mobile devices. Yeah. But if you want to have also like, very I think big what their in thing the budget. Is like if you want to have widespread appeal you know, you go into the U.S. market. You try and right. get into the U.S. market, right? Right. You, you, yeah. You, so the U.S. and the Canadian markets, like the North American market in general, is like the market that people are like. If you want your name to be known by you know these people, like you need to be in these markets. You know, right? Sounds like a given, but that's why you know because they can go to Europe and do their thing in Europe. But it just sucks. It sucks with, you know, today's political climate that they don't just can't do what they would like to do. You know, it's not them. It's them and some other company are having the same issues. I forget who it is, but. I think ZTE is one of them, actually. It's probably ZTE. If I'm not wrong, it's uh, ZTE is also having an issue. Yeah. It's, I could be wrong. Yeah, it's, it's probably ZTE. Yeah, so it says here the um, the writing was on the wall back in February when the FBI highlighted Huawei and ZTE as national security risks. Yeah. So yeah, ZTE. But it's it's uh, yeah, it's like I said, political. It gets all political, and like that's this is not the place for us to talk about politics. No, I don't want to talk about politics. I do want to go into um, another another topic here about spy. Here we go, spying again. Okay, what? This is not on this list, so. Yeah, it's on this list. Is it? You wouldn't consider it spying, but I kind of consider it spying. Oh, oh, the spectacles. Can you take a guess? Yes, yes. <laughs> That's still kind of awkward. That's kind of yeah, like spying on people. Okay, yeah. Not really. That's kind of no. like you. It's not because you're in public, but yeah, like I wouldn't say it's spying on people. I mean, people know they're indicating not really on the glasses that will let okay. people know you're recording. Your mother right now walks outside. My mother right yeah. now walks outside, sees this goofy guy or this goofy woman wearing these glasses that look like uh, some weird Ray-Bans, okay? Yeah. Uh, and they've got two circles on each end. The first thing they're thinking is, God damn, these kids got some weird-ass style. Nobody's thinking about a camera. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's thinking about this one. So I'm actually yeah. considering buying these. 
Are you okay? So I will say one thing. I never really looked into the first one, so I'll let you start it off by we're talking about. Okay, the- we're talking about Snapchats or Snap, the parent company of Snapchat, is released a set of glasses that are version two. They are called the Spectacles. They have a camera on one side and a LED on the other side of the frame. Uh, you can take photos with them now. They're slightly water resistant and they take higher quality video and they transfer that video to your phone a lot quicker now. A lot uh, quicker. They The package that they come in now, their whole, the slimmer. case is smaller. Yep. Um, they look cool. I was really interested in the first spectacle. Wait, 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 yeah. wait. They look what? What? They look cool. As in style, or are they just yeah, like they look, the technology? They, look, they is cool. are very fashionable glasses, in my opinion. My Lord Jesus, I must be out of fashion because they look. I think not they're very cool. fashionable. Um, <laughs> I think okay. they look really cool. I'm considering picking up a pair, but I've been considering picking up a pair since the first Snap Spectacles. Uh, the only problem with the first set of Snap Spectacles was they weren't available in Canada for a very long time. Um, really, and and these are worldwide now. These ones are like in a lot of regions. I don't know if worldwide is the answer, but I think they are available in a lot of places. Because um, a lot of people say 150 when I'm here, and that's the only reason I'm they're, thinking you, they're you can purchase them. They're 1.99 Canadian with, with free shipping. Okay, so that is the Canadian price. So they are available in Canada. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they are. That's what they I was are getting. 159 to. or 149 US with like free shipping as well, um, and so the equivalent in Canadian is is the 199. So to kind of give you a little bit of, you know, background on what I think of these and what of what I think of just what I've read on them. Yeah. Is number one, I didn't really follow the first ones. I do follow someone on YouTube. He wears them. You probably know who he is. He likes to ride skateboard a lot. He has like a liquid paper on them or whatever. Or no, that's another pair of glasses he wears. No, he just wears I can't remember. Yeah. He doesn't wear these. He doesn't wear these. No, he just wears Ray Bans. Are you sure? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, my bad. Scratch that. Yes, Casey so anyways, Neistat does not wear snap spectacles. I, I thought some of his videos that I watched, it looked like he's wearing I, I've them. never seen him wear spectacles, no. You wouldn't These see don't them, even though, look if, like if he wasn't. So you can't mistake the two. No, no, they don't look like. I mean, they just big, and they're oh, these and are like, these are round instead of being like more like square, yeah. squared off, right? So... One thing I'll say about them, number one, I didn't really follow the first one. I, I understand that the version two now has a lot of upgrades everybody wanted, like taking pictures, the water resistant, yep. a smaller case so you can carry it around, Yep. Uh, better quality pictures and videos, being able to re- record, I think, videos a little bit longer if you want to. I think they added a feature it. late in the last ones where if you just keep holding the button down, it will keep recording 10 second oh, okay. clips. Uh, so another I'm thing I heard this on, one can do the same thing. Right. Another thing I heard is that even with the uh, version one, uh, they are updating it for you to take pictures now. So, um, there would be an update on there and you could take pictures with the first one as well. Yeah. I've the heard, other thing, I've heard that the, they are going to be updating the originals to allow you to take pictures. Right. So the waterproof, I will tell you some things I think are really cool about these glasses. Number yeah. one. If my life was exciting, like some of these videos I've seen, yeah, yes, my life is too damn boring to spend two hundred dollars on it's glasses. More reason to make your life exciting. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you really gotta you gotta <laughs> spend more than two hundred dollars to make your life exciting. I'll tell you that much. 
<laughs> hey guys, this Number... is my uh, this is me playing the Switch. Um, yeah. Every hey vid- guys, every this video is, is you or I inside. <laughs> We're not even outside. Yeah, right. Like these videos I see, they're like in the jungle, yeah. swimming, Bahamas. I'm like, Yo, yeah, dude, I'm not gonna buy two hundred. Yeah, like, oh, that's so cool. I will say one thing. <laughs> I will say one thing. It's really cool to see. Um, and I never knew this. I know this is a feature on the first one as well. Is like they kind of video everything in a big circle, so you can keep turning your phone. Yeah. And it's always full screen. That's really cool. I didn't know that's that's nothing new, but I didn't know that existed. Yeah. The only downfall uh, is that when you export the video, they export only in the circle format. So if you want to use them oh, okay. in like other things, like you you just have a circle. On your TV or whatever, you'd have a circle? Yeah, yeah. It's only when in Snapchat okay. that you can spin your phone and see like oh, okay. everything in full screen. Which is still right. cool. So you but I mean, be... the purpose of these is to use with Snapchat. So it makes sense. Right. You wouldn't be purchasing these to film home videos. Yes. That's for sure. Yes, That's definitely. not what they're meant for. One thing I have to say on this version, and I didn't see the first version, is that the video looks actually really good. Yeah, it looks incredible. The video quality like, looks like according to really what we've good. been seeing, like it looks incredible for a device that small. Like, right. I don't know if they've like uh, these are like official vo- videos or if they did anything to make them look better, yeah. but the ones they show you. Wow. Like if that's the quality you're getting, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, the ones on their another... promo site, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a bit skeptical of, but all the stuff that I've seen from like, you know, the verge and wired.com, like still like the video still looks really good when they're showing it to you. Oh, okay. Right. So yeah, but the stuff I've on their the website, I'm like, eh, I don't know if you filmed this with these glasses though. This right. looks too, that's what... this looks too good. Yeah. It looks too <laughs> good. That, yeah. That's what it looks like. Freaking out. But then again, even like any commercial, even with the iPhones back in it, this has been all filmed with an iPhone yeah. with a million attachments. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah in maybe, perfect maybe conditions, is, lighting. Maybe it is filmed with right. the glasses. They've just added yeah. stuff to it. Right. Another thing I think is awesome is that it is slightly waterproof. Because yeah. like if you want to catch moments, they probably would be in the situation. No, there is. On they say they're water resistant, right? But they have water resistant yeah. video of dudes like diving into a diving pool into with water. Them. Yeah, I'm like no. From reading from the reviews, they you can submerge them. You just can't go diving with oh, them. Okay, I didn't. So, I didn't hear yeah. about like the specs on how much water resistance it has. The big story here is uh, people are just asking why because according to the first gen they f- they were a they flop flunked. yeah they they, they were flop they didn't sell they made way more than they could sell they they ended up you know? making way more than they can sell yeah yeah they ended um, up like spending a lot of money on inventory so I, I and will, then they I didn't will add, sell i own snapchat shares i am a stakeholder in snapchats or the company snaps um I have a long-term belief that they will be a successful company. And the reason is, is because I don't look at Snap as a social media company. I look at them as a camera company. They've always called themselves a camera company. And they, I think with their introduction of newer hardware, they're proving to everybody that they are committed to being a camera company and I think the thing that differentiates that will differentiate Snapchat from something like Instagram is the fact that they do have hardware, right? There is hardware that they're creating, whether that's 
the rumored drone that they've been talking about a long time, these new spectacles, AR glasses that they've been talking about for a long time. I think we're going to see some really cool stuff out of Snapchat. Uh, and I think we're going to see a lot of cool hardware come out of their parent company, Snap. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's really exciting. These are really cool. I like cool enough that I kind of want a pair. Um, they would be great on your vacation right now. Yeah, I know. So uh, by the time <laughs> I found out about them, it's too late to purchase them so that I could get them here quick enough. Um, yeah, I was thinking about it. Like, on a Thursday. I, you know. I'm like, you got two days shipping. By the time you ship, it's going to it's gonna come on Monday and I'm already gone. Yeah. So that sucks. Yeah, because it would have been great and it would have been a great topic to talk about. It would have been cool. Too. Yeah, it would have been cool. Yeah. But I think eventually I'll, I'll pick up a pair and I'll still like talk about them because I think they're really cool. I think, like I said, I think they're pretty fashionable. I think they're, they're, uh, they're not, they're not too weird that people won't wear them. I think they're fashionable enough that like people will actually wear them, whether you're male or female. Um, and we'll just yeah, because they're unisex, goes, right? right? They're not like there's no version of pair for female and male. They're just yeah, like they're unisex. they're unisex glasses. They're uh, they're meant to be worn by either or you know whatever gender you prefer to identify as. The cool thing about I think these this pair is them making a second pair is just how much they believe in the hardware. Yeah. Because if they didn't believe in the hardware, they wouldn't be making a second pair. And for Especially what I understand, Especially after the they, the what yeah. came out about the first ones. They made more that they can sell. Right? So And that was a lot to do with their whole gimmick of how to purchase the, those glasses too. Yes. Definitely. And it was those those funky. But like as an investor machines. hearing that they lost like what was it, like four hundred thousand dollars in unsold glasses, like that's not a good thing for me to hear. Like no. no. You know what I mean? Like that's scary. Right? This it is scary, but to see them make the version two for them to makes be you feel like comfortable. you were just saying, because yeah. they're confident enough that this is the future of their product. For them to create a version two that is not only, like in my opinion, when it comes to colors wise, they're better colors. They have swappable styles of lenses. So you can either get the polarized shiny ones or regular lenses. Like I, I think like for them to go all in on hardware again, you know, confidently, I, I think this is like a, a really interesting step for them. You know. And I'm assuming these look like basically regular lenses. I mean, like every lens can be cut into any shape. So you could probably get prescription lenses if oh, you yeah. want. So that's another one of the features for this version, too, is that they they support prescription versions of these glasses through a specific. Oh, perfect. Company. So they're working. Oh, with, see, that's great. They're working with the company that will make you prescription versions of these glasses. And from from what I've read, they're also already working on a version three. Which is going to be like a high end version. I wouldn't doubt it. And this is like I said, and this is like the one that's going to come with AR and everything. They were talking about AR for a long time. They've been putting in patents. You know, a lot of the rumors around these AR glasses is because of patents, and uh, and the other pieces that, if you look at Snapchat, one of Snapchat's biggest features right now for like, uh, for the back facing camera is being able to put like. AR objects in the world and like take snaps with them. Right. Like that's right. They're, they're pretty committed to, to the AR future. Right. Like Apple. And, um, like Apple, you know, you yeah, just talked no, about no, Apple say, again. You know, they have they have a, a thing in right now. No, I'm saying like uh, Apple because it? Apple's biggest, like one of their last conferences, their biggest thing was like AR kit. Right. Like they, they seem to be very committed, you know, even Google no, is getting into s- AR as well. What I was going to say was 
Apple's got a, a patent that was actually looked at by someone about AR glasses. Oh, yeah. yeah I don't I've know if you've seen this. That they want to make yeah. AR or VR or combination glasses for. Right. So I think it's it's the future for sure. And I think uh, uh, spectacles are like going to be the first ones there. Um, you know, and there are other companies that have already tried all these, you know, what you want to call smart glasses, yeah. but you know, spectacles, uh, I, right. With the Google glass and everything. Um, I think, uh, also, uh, what's their name? Intel's working on a pair right now. You know what? Um, So just a side little tangent here and we'll go back to you, what your, hold your thought is, uh, someone said something really interesting about these is that this is the point in time, especially if these take off where people will become comfortable with the notion that people are wearing cameras on their body somewhere, right? It's to get us used to knowing that, you know, not everybody's glasses are just regular ordinary glasses. Sometimes they're glasses that are taking in their perspective of the world, right? So Right, because that is one of the things now in society, and I had actually read about this. It was like, hey, if you want to buy the spectacles, you know, the version 2, go ahead but instead of having like all these girls come up to you and think you're really cool when they see these they're crossing the street yeah you know what i mean and it's like that is the way some people look at it you know what i mean like why are you filming me you know you know i don't like that or whatever and 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 really all it is is catching like you said the perspective of the person yeah and what's going on they're not going to take a snapchat of you walking through the street they could care less it'd have to be like a circumstance where they'd want to snap uh, you know, and take a, a short video of whether it's something they're doing or something cool they've seen or whatever it is, right? And and don't get me wrong, there'll probably be perverts who have Snapchats of just like good looking women on the street. Yeah. Uh, but um, you know that that could be done with a cell phone. You don't need these. these yeah, yeah, exactly. To do that. And I think like like we we're saying, like in, in the version one, each of these cameras had a gigantic yellow circle around them, and these right. ones is not there. But I think Snap truly believes that the LEDs on the one side are a clear indicator of when something is actually happening, right? When the LEDs aren't on, nothing's being recorded. When the LEDs are on, something is being recorded. So Right. And they also show you the battery state. Yeah. And so I think, I think it's a good point of, you know, getting people to realize, like, just because I have these things on my face doesn't mean I'm always recording. Right. Another thing about uh, Snapchat, just talking about them. Yeah. You know, Snapchat, some people say they've gone down and, you know, their value and everything like that. But you have to understand with Snapchat, their biggest competition when it comes to software is that everybody has copied all their features. Yeah. Mostly Instagram it's happened. and Facebook. Right. But. but, yeah, they've copied everything. And, and this is kind of like where they can't be copied, right? This is where they make their statement. Yeah, it's hardware. Um, their their yeah, biggest differentiator is going to be hardware. If not newer software features, it's it's definitely going to be hardware. Again, it's been rumored for a long time, other than their AR glasses, that they would probably get into some sort of drone, like a selfie drone. Like imagine a fully autonomous drone that is there to videotape you, you know, follow you wherever you go and, you know, document your I swear your I've experience. seen something like this already. Well, there's there's this drone called the R1, the Skydio R1, that is literally Where it that. follows you, right? Right. But I'm saying, like, they're a camera company, right? They can, they can put their software, they can reach out to Sky, you know, right now and say, let's make a more affordable version of this this drone that you've created, 
and let's run it on Snapchat software and so that every video that it takes goes directly to your Snapchat, you know, and this, this thing will take selfies with you. It will, it will follow you wherever you go. You'll have a different experience of or different way of documenting your life. Um, and so I, that's what I think they're focused on. So, well, let's see what happens. I think, I think these are going to do a lot better than version one for sure. Even I'm excited about them. And I just don't have, um, you know, maybe uh, a circumstance where I'd want to use them, but I could see plenty of people using these, you know, and yeah. uh, especially with all the new, you know, they're so they're so sure about these because they fixed all the things that people didn't like about the fir- version one, and uh, you know, they listen to the customer, and that's that's the most important, right? So yeah, let's see where they go, and uh, you know, I wish them nothing but luck because you know, I think everything is becoming smart whatever you want to call it. So this is just like so many cool things that, you know, artists and all kinds of people can use Yeah, to make some I really agree. cool videos or, or, or whatever, some really cool art out there. They can definitely use and this. So this let's will see what hopefully happens. inspire other companies to do something similar and, you know, give us new ways to document what we're doing. I mean, GoPro started this a long time ago, giving surfers a perspective of showing people them surfing. And now it's, it's time to do that in other ways with either drones right. or glasses or, you know, whatever it is. We live in the, in a, in a generation where it's like all these things you couldn't see just a few years ago, you know? Oh yeah. So many different like perspectives like of things where like, that looks really cool, but I've never seen it. Now you've seen it yeah. because there's so many so ways exists, of capturing it. And there's, yeah, right, it's yeah. everywhere now. Right. Like it's crazy. Yeah we're done we're done all right <laughs> i think <laughs> we're just looking at each other we're like we're done we're done right we're good yeah thumbs up we're good yeah yeah, yeah I, I think, think that's uh, good. all right that's gonna be it for this episode thanks everybody for tuning in you can find us on all your major podcasting networks including uh itunes google stitcher pocket cast we just joined tune in i'm starting to update our youtube page you can find us at youtube.com uh, and just search Pixel Refresh. We don't have a vanity URL right now. Our music is done by Ryan Little. You can find him at soundcloud.com slash Ryan Little. Uh, shout outs to him for the awesome music. And uh, yeah, I guess that's going to be the, it for this. So uh, we'll see you guys next week. Oh, damn, bro. What? I did not hit record. Fuck off. I did not hit record, bro. Fuck off. Oh, Jesus Christ, bro. (laughs) I did not hit record, bro. No, you're fucking with me right now. I'm so fucking with you right now, oh, bro. You, son of a bitch. <laughs> you motherfucker. You're like, hell I'm fucking no, fucking bro. Kill you. <laughs> you're like, hell fucking no. I hope you're no, still bro. recording because that's going in as the end thing. <laughs> yes, I am still recording. Okay. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I hate you so you're much. Like, <laughs> you like, had bro. me. You honestly had me. <laughs> You're like this motherfucker. Oh my god! I'm like fuck that. If that was true, like, bro, I wasn't even gonna fucking edit this. No, gonna, no, you were not. I was bro. gonna put out a You're five like, minute episode. That's like, yo, stay tuned two weeks from now, and there's gonna be a new episode. <laughs>
<laughs> Thanks to this jackass who <laughs> didn't hit the record I button. I know. It's just be like, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> Later. Bye. All right, homie. All right, bro. I'm going to go spend some time with my wife. I got to explain to her that this was a double episode that you're going to put into two parts. I was kind of watching the time. I was like, he's got enough. He's got enough. With the intro and the outro, he's got enough for two, like, hour episodes. Yeah. All right, homie. Well, have a... Have a goddamn fucking awesome trip, bro. You and Sam. Enjoy, man. Yeah, definitely don't ask me to say hey. Because <laughs> I ain't say hey. <laughs> well, you can just have the other hey that's already in there from me. Yeah, you can like use like different hey's. Where you want me to do fewer now? Hey. Okay. What's up, people? Uh, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, homie. Hey. <laughs> All right, bro. I'm going to stop recording now, all right? And.